You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. This is episode number 260 of the Central Favorite Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Uh, we are joined by uh, producer emeritus, Christopher Guffey Staten, and my forever co-host, Mr. Dakota Davis. Today's episode features the three of us. It's like the old times again, Jeremiah. It feels very nostalgic in the building today. Uh, we're going to be talking to you guys, basically just covering some Henry County news for a uh, the first good bit of the podcast and focusing on some local stuff, some interesting things that have been going on in the county. Um, and then we're going to, Jeremiah is very stressed about some racing world happenings. There's been, um, there's been a lot of drama in the moral house. He might be changing his license plate. I don't know. I have stories about that too. Thing, things are, things are going wild. Make sure you stick around till the end of the show to hear what that's all about. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully, you'll always learn something new. We just did a 25-minute Patreon where we learned how much it costs to support a charity, what kind of incredible people there are in the community, and we learned about Dakota's true, tragic lack of an organ functioning correctly and his treachery really more of a, a pair of organs that, yeah. that, that failed, failed the function. Yeah, pretty, uh, that could be a, a, a pretty serious double entendre. Yeah. We talked about my eyes being bad. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to join <laughs> to know you just ruined it all. I just didn't want people speculating what pair of <laughs> organs might be bad. Patreon.com slash Ballshog of Liberty or Ballshog of Liberty.com. Click on over to the Patreon side. Support us at any level and you'll get the full story and you'll understand what happened. That's right. Yep. Patreon.com slash Ballshog of Liberty or you can just go to Ballshog of Liberty.com and you can find uh, all kinds of different links there that, on how you can support the show. Uh, those folks are really important to us. That's how we keep the lights on in this building. It's how we pay the rent and the internet to make sure that we can stream. And uh, we understand that times are, are getting tougher and money is tight. So we appreciate those folks more than ever than we have before, I think. And uh, I think we're going to title uh, the Patreon Dakota's Organs No Bueno. It's mm, a good one. Yeah, we can experiment with that a little bit. If you uh, donate at $50 or more a month, you get a shout out at the front of every episode. And those folks are Miss Christy Avery from all the way in Fort Wayne. Then we have Mr. Jonathan Phillips who's our favorite car dealer in the continental United States. And then Mr. Anthony Meyer, uh, slinging memes and also slinging, I don't know what he hauls produce. I don't know. He, he's never told me. He found a way to get you a spectacular gift. He did. You have to join the Patreon to find out what that's about too. Join the Patreon, jump in the Facebook group that you get access to where you get to talk directly to us, talk smack 
and uh, and and you watch the uh, the beautiful eyes of uh, of Mr. Jackson Davis. He sat in my chair, and I'm told I should have disinfected this microphone, but I'm just now remembering that there was there was some trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, probably going to have baby. We, we didn't have troubles. an episode last week. It was Jeremiah's uh, wedding anniversary, so we wanted to make sure that him and Miss Sarah could spend some time together and uh, got a, a it, fantastic it, dinner down at the Primo. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of uh, doing a regular episode of me and Jackson and Audrey came in here and uh, had a little gift opening. I have a question. Yeah. A practical question. For for an anniversary dinner, mm-hmm. do you think you should go out of town? It was a Thursday, right? It was a podcast night. And it was uh, we love going to Primo. We love supporting local restaurants. But it's also like, <clears throat> at least when you get to Dakota's level of celebrity or even at my meager level – you know a million people. So right. you go in and you don't really have that quiet night. You don't have as much privacy. Um, if you go to your hometown restaurant. Especially but I, at a place I like Primo. I don't Primo. know what the right answer is. My, where we always go, I guess to shout out, um, we always go to Carnegie's in Greenfield. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good Right there place. in the library? Yeah. That's a that's a great spot. That's kind of our been our go-to move. Um, I think that's my favorite restaurant in the whole world. We've mixed it up a lot. But yeah, I typically go out of town, but I wouldn't be above going to Primo either. I mean, it's a good spot, especially, you know, it's like a Thursday. Yeah. So, and that's the thing is it was just like weeknight. It's an incredibly busy time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> an incredibly busy time of the year for uh, for the moral household, um, which is it's all good things. But it was just like, oh, let's stay close. Yeah. But I, but I, I, I did it just at the moment. I was like, man, I, we maybe we should have gone to Richmond or, you know, somewhere a little further. I don't know. But it's about who you're with anyway, right? Yeah, that's right. It's about the quality time. Could have been a bologna sandwich, and we would have been just fine. All right. So, uh, producer Christopher has uh, has dropped all the links in the uh, in the in the chat for the uh, for the merch, for the swag, for whatever you need uh, to to have yourself repping the boss. I still show. haven't taken down the COVID masks. They're still available. <sighs> Listen, I've been I've been following it. There's uh, there's some new variant down in Australia, and they're having a. It's all over the news down there. They're they're locking down again or freaking out, but whatever. Protect you against the monkeypox. Good thing I got my sixth booster. <laughs> Cheers to that. All right, that's your eye problem right there. <laughs> we don't want to dwell on it too long, but the uh, the first the first news item we have this week is that uh, uh, longtime Henry County Councilman Mike Thols did pass away. I think funeral yep. services are tomorrow, so on Friday. Um, and Mike was uh, Mike was never on on the show, but he's uh, he's been in our orbit. Uh, I think we've all gotten to know him over the years. Uh, seven terms on the Henry County Council, so he's he got elected in 1992, uh, and uh, he just retired. A uh, friend of the show, Betsy Mills, actually was the uh, the person who was appointed when when Mike did retire from his seat. Uh, Betsy Mills uh, took over the seat, uh, so. I just we wanted to take a minute to uh, yeah because you, well, to, to recognize the, his life and what he meant to the community. Right. Every, everywhere you look this week, there's been a Mike Thal story. Yeah, for sure. That and that was one th- cool thing I thought that the Courier Times did um, had a, a bunch of different quotes and a bunch of stories of him throughout the years. And you know, um, I personally didn't know Mike very long, but the way that this show kind of started was before there was any kind of streaming at public meetings or anything like that. Um, we, we were doing that. Uh, we'd go down there with a cell phone and an external microphone and try to 
and record the meetings and live stream them on our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, there were some officials that didn't like it. There were some that um, gave us dirty. There were uneasy. There were some that, that were bad enough to where I felt like I needed to have a printed out copy of Indiana's open door law and take it with us, you know, but Mike was always super friendly. Never like, and not a care in the world that we were there. He's just like, okay, this is it. And I thought, I remember thinking then that it was because I was worried about, I was worried about Mike specifically because, you know, he's an older guy. I didn't know how he would feel about it. Um, and he's just like, like, whatever, you know? So uh, I, I thought that was neat. And just another, another Mike Falls story to add on the heap of the pile. Yep. Well, and Corey Murphy, the uh, economic development uh, director and friend of the show, he uh, he shared his story that uh, Mike was actually on, in the search committee and the interview committee when his when his position was filled um, and uh, talked about how you know he's one of the reasons why he's he's in Henry County. Uh, so the, the legacy is going to last for a very long time. Uh, a lot of important things were uh, were voted on. Big. Uh, Big projects, big decisions were uh, that took place in the in the time he was on the council between I guess nineteen ninety two and, and 20, uh, 2018. So, uh, going to miss him in the community. Uh, absolutely, one of the uh, one of the legends that uh, that in my lifetime that you know were he, Dick Bowslaw, Kim Cronk, people that just were fixtures in Henry County government over the you know through my childhood and and even into my adulthood here that have been around around for ages. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna miss uh, we're gonna miss having Mike, but uh, I know he's uh, his family is, uh, is gonna celebrate him this week. So we've been out at the Henry County 4-H Fair. Yep, Patreon had a good portion on it. Uh, I've I'm still involved with the Henry County 4-H Junior Leader Program, uh, and we've been running concession stand out there. Uh, we just did the charity pie auction uh, this evening. Uh, Audrey, your uh, your wonderful bride, mm-hmm. one of my junior litter alumni, mm-hmm. she came back yesterday and she was uh, what did she was she was making potatoes. Yep, baking <clears throat> potatoes. She was working in the food booth baking potatoes. Uh, for I guess they sell potatoes at the food booth. It was a one Listen, day only. I, Don't you come looking for potatoes now? That is, it's over until next year. You have to. You, wow. you missed it. One day only. That was a Wednesday event. Yep. She was uh she was running the place. She was telling me some of these potatoes are too small. They wouldn't they didn't pass her Audrey, test. Audrey being judgy. She's like, I can't she's like, I can't in good conscience allow uh, this uh, to sell. Allow this potato to sell for so, the same price as this potato. So she would have to eat it? So she would Was she feeding potatoes she put to Jackson? It in a pile and said, uh, uh John, is that his name? Mark. Mark. You can just okay. make it up. The facts don't matter. Mark you do with these what you want. <laughs> but I don't know not, where I got John. But you're not from. allowed to sell it. Yeah, but you can't sell it while I'm here. Not under my name. So yeah, she was out there. She had a good time. I, I'm very new to the county fair experience. The only time I've been there is when we have podcasted from there. Yeah, my whole life. And uh, yeah, so this is. I think we went uh, Saturday, the the kickoff day. Yep. Um, Took Jackson out there. They were checking in rabbits. They had a lot of pigs, and he we, loved it. He's so into farm animals right now. Next year, it's you crazy. need to bring him back on the uh, the tractor pull day, where the mm. kids yeah pull, the pedal pull pull, pull yeah they, they they get on a little tractor and they they pull a sled yeah yeah there were some there were some str- strong farm kids out there. Will Morrill, uh, long legged Will Morrill, 
he couldn't get out of long legs. He couldn't get out of the first round. He's Will has been too tall for this tractor that they have (laughs) for two years now. And I was, I was, I was pepping him up. I was, I was, it's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You're going to get it. Just, just get this first one done. You're going to win this thing. And then he gets out there and it looks like, it looks like he's getting into a Shriners clown car. Like his legs are so long that he can't do it. I said, Danny, next year you need to put him in two ages above him. Let him. He's he's the size of a fourth grader, and he's, yeah. he's six years yeah. old. He he just needs. He he can't compete against six year olds. It's amazing how tall he is, being six years old. It's God, that's crazy. Yeah, getting ready to start first grade. I've always wondered, like, um, well, actually, first question: Is there a three year old age group? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he can do it. All right, two we'll three years it. old. He can he can come in there. He's gonna stomp those kids, son. He's already signing up. We got him signed up for gymnastics. He's going to be so much stronger. It's not even going to be fair. I'll tell you what. Young Cannon Coger was in it. Oh, that's Kid right. Kid missed out. Kid looked good. Mm. You mean Knox? Cannon. Cannon? Yeah. All right. He's the farmer. Now, I will also say. <laughs> you say that Knox isn't a farmer? Oh, no, absolutely not. Did he take after his dad? <laughs> <laughs> Knox said he's going to be a fake farmer when he grows up. <laughs> no, we were talking. So, so I, I, we, this is a good, excellent transition, Dakota. It's like you've done this before. Mm-hmm. We went from the pedal pole, and then Knox, Will, and myself went into the Smith Building, where they have mm-hmm. all of the indoor projects, all of the, the the construction toys where kids build Legos. Yeah, this is a collection of everything under the sun. It was Harry Potter. It was. Uh, Baby Yoda, and then more Baby Yoda, and then there was some more Star Wars, and then there was some more Baby Yoda, and then maybe there was some uh, more Star Wars. Lots and lots of Star Wars. That goes what I'm saying. Uh, we were talking talking to the kids, and Knox says it, it, what he wants to be when he grows up, and he either wanted to be a farmer, a police officer, or a ninja. One of those three things he was he was going to do. I said, "There's sure. really good money in being a ninja, but I think you have to travel a bit more." Uh, then, then the, 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 yeah. it's not really a Henry County job, honestly. And the Ninja Union is just so <laughs> weak. Not nah, good for anything. Better freelance. <laughs> oh, Dakota, Mister Union Man. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there. It's starting to wrap up. I think the final day of uh, of showing is tomorrow. The horse show mm-hmm. wraps up tomorrow, and then there's the uh, the big livestock auction tomorrow as well. And then it's done. It's over. It's been 10 days of, uh, of pure chaos. The big tent was taken down yesterday or today. Yeah, so we have more parking. That's right. What's yeah. your big event? What do, you like, what do you like to do when you go to a fair, Mr. Staten? Like a, like a local county fair? Yeah. I really like... Do um, you go for the food? I do, but I also go for um, like Delaware County. They have the demolition derby. Yep. Mm. And I am That's just cool. as white trash as the next person. And I just love watching cars just smash into each other. Yeah, yeah, that's something about it. Rush County had their uh, has an oval track at, for their fairgrounds. They have races, and Kyle Bush and his son, uh, his little four year old son, were racing. And I believe Bryson is his name. He won. So oh, NASCAR neat. Cup champion, four year old, his four year old son was racing in Rushville two weeks ago during their fair. Surprise, surprise, he won. Yep. <laughs> Listen, when your dad makes twenty million bucks a year, you can afford some pretty good equipment. Yeah, I would. I would assume so. What's your big event? What do you like at the fair? It's <sighs> a good question. So I, I, I've spent a lot of time. I, I have been at the Henry County Fair at least one day every year since nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety four. 
just wow. I've not missed. Yeah, since 1994. Uh, the year we got married, I showed up and I was there for about 20 minutes. But we did make it to a, to an event there. <sighs> the outdoor cooking contest is really cool. That took place on Sunday, and I was not able to be there. But that's where they they have adults and kids or whatever, and they will make. You know, you do a whole outdoor spread. So you've got people that bring in their barbecue rigs. That's neat. That's a fun one. I've had, I've had the chance to be the adult volunteer for that. The pie auction is awesome because it's going to charity. That's always, that's always a fun event. Who am I well. going to shove out to be the next judge? Is this going to be controversial if that happens? I don't know. Why are you worried about it? I just don't want to be. I don't I know. Just, it's I probably just the don't. mayor or something. I mean, it's not, you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Maybe, I don't know. I think I think Corey Criswell was one of the judges of the um, the food of, of, of the food uh, of the outdoor cooking contest this year. Yeah, uh, and you know I I don't even know. I, it, it's a there's not a fixture judge for the pie auction. So I think for at least one year, I think we can get you in there. I want you to might be, be okay. a fixture. I want to be like 80 years old and people being like, wow, ever Man. since even I was a kid. Mr. Davis has always me. done the te- he's the he's the pie judge of Henry County. Yeah, this man's an expert on the pies. <laughs> they start getting scouting. The kids start getting scouting reports on you. Yeah, bring my own. Uh, bring my hey, own listen, napkin and uh, silver fork. I heard. I heard Mr. Davis likes the peanut butter pies, so we're gonna bring a lot of peanut yeah. butter pies. <laughs> There's gonna be like six peanut butter pies. Maybe you get so good, you go to the state fair. Yes, that'd now be my dream. Now you're the state. You fair. graduate, right? Imagine that. That how cool would that be, though? That'd be really neat. And they, I mean, they do have kids that make pies for the, for actual 4-H competition as well. This is just a charity pie auction where you can actually, people get to show up, buy the pie, take it home and eat it like we did on Patreon. But there are, there are kids that do baking, they do brownies, they'll make pies, whatever, and it gets judged and they just make a little piece of, you know. I'm not interested in that other stuff, just the pies. <laughs> but they have judges that do <laughs> okay, that too. All right. I'm into yeah. that too. Why? Uh, I'll judge them all. Yeah. I'll judge them both. Any, any of the pies, I'm, count me in. I'm in for it. I love pie. It's they have cake decorating. There's bowling. You can electric. They have an electric project. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't want any of that. But that pie all over it. Yep, all over it. The Farm Olympics is also a, a great event. Yeah, what is that? That is a, a relay race where kids get. Uh, I think that's seven it's members kids, on a team. A, we don't round up the local farmers. They're 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 children, four age aged, uh, and they're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're taking the laundry out. They're they're running around a wheelbarrow. They're doing a a, a a a fire, you know, bailing out water in a bucket, trying to fill another deal. So it's like a a, a water bail line. What do you call that? A, a water brigade. Mm-hmm. Water, brigade. I, I believe. Yep, that's it. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a hay tossing event. There's uh they 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 they, they move grain and fill a bucket. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's all a timed event. They, the most disgusting portion of it was when they had to eat breakfast. Uh, where they had to drink a glass of milk and eat two waffles. <clears throat> and they, we had the donut contest here in town uh, for the bicentennial. Uh, so they took notes. <clears throat> so they took notes. And there was milk coming out of noses. There were, there they, were some they, disgusting. They, they, oh, yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. That's funny. It that's was, good. it was rough. It. That's it, hilarious. It was very, uh, very difficult to watch. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. The whole, the whole fair is a good time. So. I, well, listen. Next year, Audrey's going to be in, so you're going to be you're going to be married, and you're going to be doing the whole thing. Yep, you're going to love it. All right. There was a car chase. There was a wild car chase. 
two 20-something-year-old dudes. One was From 20, Ohio. One was 21, one was 24 from Dayton, Ohio. From Dave Chappelle's neck of the woods. Wait a minute. What? Why does Dave Chappelle have to be a part of this? Dave Chappelle lives in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. That's the only that. reason? Yeah. Okay. He's from Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And so they were from Dayton. Led police on a high-speed chase on 40. Like, what a bad place to do this. Well, they're paving it right now, too. Was it yeah. through a construction site? 40 was gridlock. Today. From Cambridge City to Louisville. They didn't make it that far. It's not far. They stopped the car. A lot of one-lane roads. They stopped or the car. One, they... It goes down to one lane in, uh, in Strawn and in Louisville and maybe in Dublin. Yeah. They stopped the car, thought, we're, we're screwed. Were they being chased by the, uh, by the Amish from uh, up there in, uh, in Wayne County? <laughs> the yeah. Amish police? The Amish police. How many horsepower is that? <laughs> uh, anyway, they stop the car. They get out and they just start running uh, like through Louisville. And police look for like an hour and a half. They even called a helicopter in for the state police to look for these dudes. Couldn't find them. The helicopter couldn't find them. They had escaped. They won. Yep. If this is like Grand Theft Auto, they just have to wait like three minutes and the stars go away. <laughs> the stars go away. <laughs> And uh, anyway, so it was a neighbor called in and said, hey, there's two dudes just walking through a cornfield. Like, this is, this is weird. I don't know why these guys are walking in a cornfield. It's like the middle of the night. Did they not look like farmers? Well, they had not been to the Farm Olympics. They hadn't, so they knew. Uh, they don't. <laughs> they look like they're from Ohio. <laughs> Dayton, specifically. And... The police came, they got in another pursuit, and they finally got tripped up in the woods, and the police arrested them in the woods. It's such a Midwestern story. And it's just said that those were their only charges. That's the thing that is that blows my mind in this just whole Just because they were running from the cops. Their only charges, they ran, for, they evaded law enforcement, and it exceeded speeds while evading. But it's like sometimes you just got to run from the cops. The man. newspaper doesn't say anything or the press release doesn't say anything about drugs. There's nothing about like active warrants. There's none of that. And usually that stuff is. Right. There's a reason. Yeah. But these guys were just like, you know, it'd be fun. <laughs> Listen, it's just the Cambridge City cops. We could run from them. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like that sounds like they're this went from. And then there was a helicopter and they were like, what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went to the fireworks and Matt Pierce was there. He was working security, you know, him and Landon Dean, and we were talking. And he said, I forget what exactly he said to me. I said, yeah, but watch how fast I run away from you. <laughs> he's like, he looked at my wife. He's like, hey, you might want to get your camera out. Watch me tase his ass. <laughs> I was like, I'm not running. <laughs> Make a good TikTok. <laughs> so. Listen, sometimes you just do stuff for content. So yeah. the question was, and we've been having an ongoing discussion about the atrocities that Ohio commits to the rest of the United States, um, and just the atrocity that Ohio itself is. Uh, we, I think we need some added security um, along our entrance and You know the Dixie Chicks wrote a song about how bad Ohio is. Really? What's it called? She Knows Ohio Stinks. Mm -hmm. I went and tried to see the chicks. 
got, oh, that's right. There are the chicks now. Yeah, yeah. Got canceled. <laughs> well, she sang like three songs. And, I'm sick. <laughs> and then rescheduled for September sometime. Oh, what a bummer. <clears throat> yeah, almost got in a fight. So do we – what's the route that we go along this? Do we like set up toll booths, but they're actually secret checkpoint locations? Do we build a wall? I just went through New York State, and they've actually gotten rid of their toll booths. If New if New York got rid of their toll booths, I don't think you're getting checkpoints at Ohio. So we're going to have to check option B. A wall. The wall? We're going to build the wall back? Uh, just for Ohio. That's all. What about Illinois? Yeah, Illinois is fine. Okay. <sighs> My, I, I struggle with this because I had to go to Ohio today for lunch, and it would be a major inconvenience for me. There's a lot of business conducted across state lines. Yeah. Trouble. This like is troubling. Sounds like a good option for a Zoom meeting. Sounds like you should get new clients. It's just, it's Ohio. Sorry, Trisha Stewart, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. This is the Ohio versus Indiana story you're choosing to cover is this it? week. Not the other not the other big one that we're trying to avoid. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. What am I missing? <laughs> 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 there was oh, no. there was i don't even want to get into it it's because it's not it's you not brought fun. it up you have to you have to mention <sighs> it now the president so so there was some restrictive abortion bill that got oh passed yeah in, that's in, bad it, yeah in ohio and some 10 year old girl got raped or whatever and it, okay, got, it turned so this ugly, ugly horrible story she had to and come she to had indiana. to come to indiana and get an abortion you're right so maybe right. no wall yeah uh we'll just accept refugees from ohio they can move here go, as long as they as long as they go, go to the BMV and they become cards. residents. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They need their Integrate into Hoosier society. I think if if you listen, you can make your peace with Indiana if you attend two county fairs and you eat two tenderloins, or maybe one tenderloin and one corn on the cob straight off straight off the grill. Okay, yeah, corn on the cob. And you agree, Larry Bird's better than Michael Jordan. Nobody cares about Michael Jordan over there. You got to go, Larry Bird over LeBron. Oh yeah, there you go. That would be that would okay, be the yeah. pittance for Ohio. Yeah. You got to say Larry Bird is better yeah. than the. And then also, if you say OH, you can't reply. If somebody says OH, you have to keep I your o. mouth shut. No, you oh, can't yeah. say that. You have to shut up. So, yeah. You just you just yeah. you, just, you just, say you, OH, and, and then they have to reply with just, either one of two phrases. They just start going. <laughs> they have to either say boiler up, or they have to say Hoosiers like an idiot. But they would <laughs> they, they have to do one of those two things. Boiler up would be preferred. I think this is this, and is you the have way. to write one good joke about Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the Indiana citizenship test. I like it. I like this, boys. This and is better you, than and a you wall. You got to learn how to drive right. Oh yeah, like, the, le- the left lanes for passing. We'll just show you what cruise control is, and call it good. I made that joke earlier this week in a group chat that I just, it must be against the law in Ohio to use cruise control, and that's why none of them use it. They pass you going 80 miles an hour, then slow down to 65. And then whenever you pass them, they look at you like, what are you doing? Well, you slowed back down. Okay. I did have a spectacular 4th of July in the state of Ohio. This is my problem. We, de- we need mm. free commerce. Because producer Zach and I went to, uh, went to mid-Ohio sports car course. And we were fully embedded with the IndyCar series, and we're going to cover some of this next week with uh, with our with our guests that you don't know about yet. Uh, but we had a first time race fan that went over that's on Aaron Ewart's payroll, and this this kid uh, <clears throat> he is he's a character. We'll see if he actually remembers to show up. I don't want to give too much away, 
But if, if he shows up, we're going to, we're going to have a good time. But we were at the IndyCar race. It is no secret that, uh, that Sarah and I are pretty big IndyCar fans. Mm. Our chosen driver is Alex Pillow. Alex trended number 13 worldwide on Tuesday on Twitter. Like, of everything. The word Pillow. Did, did you see the story? Did this make your radar, Dakota? Yeah. Cause Cause I, sometimes, are... sometimes I struggle because the, what, what's a Jeremiah story, I can't tell if it's an outside the world story or if it's just big to me. The only reason I knew about it is because you and Chris Spangle wouldn't stop talking about it. And Andrew Bowman. Uh, yeah. And Zach. And Sarah. Zach really wasn't participating. And the rest of the world. Zach's on the beach, but he, he, he did pay attention to this. So, <clears throat> Alex, IndyCar champion. In his second year with the uh, with the Ganassi Racing Team, they announced that he had they had picked up his option. He would be returning to the team on Tuesday, like three o'clock. Two hours later, and that, like the big there's press release, like quotes every every new, every media report like says Pelot's coming back. He's been picked up. He's going to be back with the team. Everybody's happy. Two hours later, Alex tweets out, uh, "I didn't sign that. I'm not coming back to the team next year." Those quotes were made up, and I had nothing to do with it. People are like, oh, my God, what the hell? He's fourth place in points, right? Like This is the IndyCar champion. This is this would be like the, the San Francisco or not the, uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams who just won the Super Bowl saying, yeah, we're, we're not playing in the NFL next year. Like, we're done. We're breaking up the team. We're firing the coach. We're getting rid of all of our people. Like, we're breaking it up. We're not trying to defend it. Five minutes later, McLaren the Instagram model of IndyCar teams quote tweets him and uh, their own little deal and says, Hey, we've signed Alex Pillow to race for us next year. So in, in two hours, he went from Ganassi to I'm not coming back to Ganassi. So I'm a McLaren. You think it was a huge pay jump? Unheard of. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 He was, Alex came to America with Dale coin racing in 2020 and he was probably making no money. He had one year there, and Ganassi picked him up. He won three races in the championship, and he was making hundreds of thousands, probably. And now he's just signed with McLaren, which is probably paying him five, six times what he was making before. Big, oh, big, big money. Wow. Big difference. To make a Category 5 super team. So he'd be, uh, he'd be teamed with uh, Pato Award, the uh, the Mexican twenty one year old dude and uh, Alex Rossi who's leaving Andretti Autosport to go over there as well. Mm. So Sarah took this pretty rough because she has she has the custom Dainty Daisy mug, oh, the number yeah. ten that's yep. that's after Alex's car. So if he if he goes from the ten car to one of these other Aero McLaren cars, uh, all of all of her ch- shirts and hats and all of this stuff is trash. You'll be having to buy a new cup. We have to start over. We have the our our Indy. We have the IndyCar license plate on the Tahoe that says "Go Alex" or "Golix," but it says "Go Alex," "Golix," "Golix," uh, and it has the IndyCar series and it has that number ten on it. Now I think, I think we just put a McLaren sticker on the car, mm. and then it, it could be like Alex Rossi or Alex Below. We don't know. Right. It could be either or. It could. It's just. It just. It covers both of them. Nobody knows. <laughs> and then and then we got two. That's like you have two bullets in the race. Could be. You don't know which one it is. Like that uh, scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm playing both sides so that I always come out on top. (laughs) 
can you think of anything in sports or this is like in politics, like like when it was Bush versus Gore, where it's like Al Gore wins the presidency, and then like we called and then we called Florida for the wrong guy, and then and now they're going to go to court over this contract because Chip Ganassi racing that night, it's like no, we have a contract that's good for this guy for next year. He's ours. We own him. He cannot go anywhere. So now you have a the champ, the IndyCar champion has a contract that says I'm going to I'm going to be on two teams, and they can't decide. And they're racing this weekend. Yeah, that was he's the, in the, he's in the Ganassi car this weekend. That was one thing that I did see in all the messages was the press release from Chip Ganassi that said uh, at the very end it was like this couldn't be at a worse time. <laughs> okay, so that was fake. Oh, <laughs> yes. Dang. So so well it, it was it was fake because it didn't come from Ganassi. Ah. Uh, earlier in the day, there was a guy named Tyler Reddick who won a NASCAR race two weeks ago for. Uh, Richard Childress Racing in NASCAR. He signed a contract to leave Richard Childress Racing and go there in 2024. So when his contract's up, he's going to sign with them in 2024. So he just won his first race, and they put this press release out that said, uh, we're very disappointed we didn't know, and this couldn't come at a worst possible time. So somebody oh, so literally... It them. Co- yes, it was for their situation. So then uh, two hours later, the Ganassi thing happens. So somebody copied and pasted gotcha. it and edited it. And then that's what you saw was the Ganassi going, this came at the worst possible time. Because the yes. children's team just made the chase. And they have... The, the way the NASCAR playoffs are set up, I mean, they're, they're going to try to win a championship this year. Theoretically, can't Alex just be like, well, I'll stay with you guys. Just match this dollar figure. Yeah, but I think it's down to pure frustration and uh I can't stand to look you in the face. They've got like seven events left to go. Like it's it, it, think about that this in the NFL, right, Chris? If mm-hmm. if you are the Green Bay Packers and you've got Aaron Rodgers and he says I'm leaving the team at the end of the year and I'm signing with the Bears. Mm-hmm. And I'm moving to the Bears next year. But it's only it's not even Thanksgiving yet. So you've got to play. <laughs> you've got to play the rest of the season for the Packers against the Bears, maybe twice. And you've got to go through the playoffs. You got to do the whole thing. You're going to try to win a Super Bowl with them, but you've publicly said, "Screw you." That's where they're at. Yeah, I mean, do you think mm. football wise, do you think the offensive line is going to really try to protect him? I mean, like, that's ah, a- Swiss cheese, baby. You could you could hit him all you want all day long. This is why you need a Peacock subscription to watch the Indy cars this weekend at Toronto. I have Peacock. So you watch, you got to turn tune in and see what happens to see how Alex Polo does. And, and the, the funniest thing, Marshall Pruitt uh, tweeted out that they had a chartered plane because most of these teams are based in Indianapolis. The chartered plane today, the two teams that flew out on it from Indy were McLaren and Chip Ganassi Racing. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to get on the plane together and fly to Toronto. Nice. Argu- uh, arguing was, over there. That was an awkward plane ride for yeah. a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll probably have to pit next to each other. I mean, the whole, the whole awkwardness. Like, it's, it's a traveling circus. So you're going you're gonna to go from one team to another, so you're going to move 15 feet down the, down the pit road. But you can't tank because you've got sponsors, right? Like, he's, right. he's sponsored by NTT Data, which is the series sponsor. They, they're at fourth in points. They want to win a championship. They don't want to just throw it because they're mad at this guy. And they're not mad. They're, they're saying you're, you're under contract with us. You're racing for us next year. That's their public stance is that you're not, you're not going anywhere. So it sounds like the real problem was uh, Chip Ganassi racing 
they kind of they they jumped a little too early, being like, we got them till twenty twenty three, putting that tweet out saying, yeah, when they announced they the press him. release and said. Uh, when they when they took quotes from Alex that he says he never gave because a lot of times people will make up you know the, yeah. they'll, they'll make up quotes and say here you go uh, normally it's not a confrontational thing but Alex was like those weren't my words this didn't was, was was he like a restricted free agent because he you, you mentioned an option right Ganassi picked up the option so. Ganassi in their tweet put out that they had they had an option on him and they used it so, it's not a public you know all of these race teams are private so that nobody yeah. sees the contracts so you just kind of hear about them so nobody really knows for sure yeah so like it's not like the NFL where you know hey uh, you know Alex just like sit out a year and would would, would that make maybe what well, and and what they what McLaren did is that they they have an IndyCar team but they also have a Formula One team. And they have an extreme E team. So they have all of these different disciplines. So they could say, well, and this is a negotiation, right? Basically, if, if Ganassi thinks that they are owed money or they are owed his services, they're trying to get money out of McLaren, who has, you know, Bezos bucks, essentially. Like they are the rich, rich sons of guns, hundreds of millions of dollars a year in budget. They're going to try to get money, get paid to release him. So. McLaren is going to say, okay, well, if we can't have him in IndyCar, we have, you know, we still have Felix Rosenquist under contract, so maybe we'll just send Alex over to our Formula One team, or maybe we'll put him in the the uh, the Formula E car, the electric IndyCar series that that runs around the world, and we'll put him there for a year. And then when that contract's up, then we'll take him back to IndyCar. Is the Formula E car? Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, battery operated. Well, yeah. Uh, speaking of e cars, a guy at work was telling me he drives like an 08 Chevy Avalanche. Just had a brand new motor and transmission put in it, and he pulled up at 38 and um, three, going north to Sulphur, you know, Muncie, Sulphur Springs, and a little four four door sedan pulled up next to him. His old guy in his 70s looks over to him and gives him a thumbs up, and he's like, "All right, well, we're gonna fucking race, I guess." And my coworker just stomps the gas, and this little e car goes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. I There's stand incredible a torque in an, yeah. an electric car. It's instant. all instant. Yeah, yeah. Formula E. They started. They sound like the. They sound like they are like like an RC car, like that wine, that real loud electric motor wine that's in them. Yeah, uh, but that's really cool. They. In the first couple of years of the series, they would actually stop the race halfway and they would change cars because the battery, battery wouldn't go capacity. long enough to run it and you didn't want to recharge the battery. So they would actually just change the change the car out. Now they've developed enough battery power where they can actually run the entire race in it. Have they come to Indy? Uh, no, they are. I think they're in New York City this weekend and that might be their only stop in North America or in their only stop in, in the United States. We we seem to have lost a live stream for a second. I don't know if it's coming back or not. Is it a is it a is it a staten problem over there? No, the computer just shut off. Uh oh. Is the battery plug is the power plugged into it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we're gonna continue on. We're a podcast first. We were almost done anyway. Yeah. We're like at final thoughts anyway. So. That's okay. So yeah, tough times in the moral house. We'll see uh we'll see how it shakes out. But uh time will tell. Chris, you got any final thoughts for us? Yeah, you guys. So you guys actually touched about it a little bit. Um, you kind of mentioned bowling, and so I was a very avid bowler in my younger days. And so there was a local guy here, uh, Brian Deck, shot a nine hundred series. Is that good? Um, 
<laughs> when I was bowling, I told myself if I ever shot a 900 series, I would leave my equipment, sh- kick my bowling shoes off, and just walk out the door. I would never return. You'd be done. Yeah, I'd be done. My understanding is that there's like less than a dozen people in the United States that have done that. In the United States, I don't know. I know well, Maybe it was a state. There's 39 in the world that has completed the action of a 900 series. Wow, I think there's been bonkers. I think there's been 40, 40 actually bold. In like league play. Yeah. Well. In something official. Yes. Because you're not bowling a 900 in a non-league setting. Uh, so You're uh, not bowling a 900 just getting beers with the boys. No. No. <laughs> you're not. I mean, you might throw a 300 game getting beers with the boys. Happens. You're not bowling a 900. Which is three 300 games. games in a row. Three perfect games in a row. I mean, e- even when I was in my heyday... The most I ever got was 18 strikes in a row. What is it? 12? Is it 12 strikes? Yeah, 12 is a perfect. So that would be 36 strikes consecutively. Yes. That's all you got to do, Dakota, to be perfect. Just 36 strikes. All you got to do is throw 36. Imagine those nerves at like 35. I couldn't. I couldn't. (laughs) When when I was on 11 on my my first 300, well, my only 300 in league, when I was on my 11, everything was blacking out already. Yeah. And then yeah. once once you shoot the three the first three hundred, when the second game starts rolling and you're still going pretty well, you're like, okay, this is good, this is good. But being on thirty four, <laughs> thirty five, yeah. oh, nobody in the world would exist to me. I, nope. That's nope. such nope. an elite level. It would is. it be bother? Would it be bothering you if people are crowding behind you? Would you start to notice the crowd? You gathering? wouldn't even notice. I, honestly, I don't think you would notice. Be so locked in. The thing that's because uh, your mind is just so focused. The thing that's wild to me about it is you think about bowling and you're like, oh, you just replicate that action over and over, muscle memory. Oh. But it's like if you've played, if you've bowled for a long time, like mm-hmm. with friends or family, then you start noticing how the ball is rolling differently Yeah, as the game goes on. I don't, I don't know why that, if it's like. It's the oil pattern on the lane. So okay. you're adjusting oh, the, to the, the oil. ball is yeah, yeah. so typically you have wiping like a, up oil. Yeah, you have a, you have a lane and it's carrying it down the lane, right? So yeah. in the front end, it's a lot heavier. In the medi- in the medium, in a pattern, usually in a staircase like pattern, you, it'll go down and it'll lighten up. And then I think it's like 15, maybe 20 feet before the pins, no oil. So what happens is your ball tracks that oil down and it starts building a wall. Usually mm-hmm. right around the ten board for most people, it builds a wall of oil right there. Once your ball hits it, it kind of bounces off and slides through it. And so, to bowl in nine hundred, you have to know how to manipulate that. Yeah, you have to know. You know, okay, my ball came in a little heavy this time. Do I do I go left a half board? Do I go right a half board? Do I just throw it the same because I know it's going to go back? Mm. It's it's. So the guy you're bowling against, mm-hmm. and he's say he's just a terrible bowler. Yeah. And he's all over the place. He's uh-huh. screwing up. It's like it's like playing blackjack where the guy doesn't make the right moves. Yeah. If he's if he's bowling left-handed and you're bowling right-handed and he's screwing with the oil, yeah. is he affecting your game? Oh yeah, absolutely. So you can have a guy that has like a urethane ball which will soak up oil and he can just throw it on the outside and just cut through everything and your ball will be a little shaky coming out. 
It's just like dirt there, racing. Has there been any the track? You're sharing the track with everybody, and then yeah. you're changing. You're changing the surface. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been anyone bowl at twelve hundred? No, because uh, uh, nine hundred. So three games is what is considered a set or a series, oh. and that's all you bowl in league. Oh, okay. Now, I mean, you could continue to bowl like afterwards, but why would you? It's yeah, not, that you've completed the uh, the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. You can't get better. You're perfect. How big of a deal is it for a bowling alley to have that happen in their oh, bowling tremendous. alley? Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. I mean, if you, if you guys noticed at all, um, the Rose Bowls Facebook page, which I don't know if you follow, uh, has been they've been running ads about how perfect it is to be here. And they actually ran up like a meet and greet with uh, Brian like a week or so ago on our Friday. You can go down there, bowl, meet him, talk to him. I've met Brian tons of times. Does he have free beer now? I I doubt it. Yeah, free bowl for free beer for life. <laughs> free bowling for life. Free beers. I doubt that, but I mean, it's a huge publicity. I mean, how many articles has been shared on your guys' Facebook page just from absolutely big indie star right up this week? Mm-hmm. Yep. So fantastic. Anything else we need to know, Christopher? Nope, don't think so. D squared. Got a couple things. Um, my boy Dakota Hart. I'm repping his shirt right now. Tattoo artist at Underdogs Tattoo Gallery. What's the new art? Castle. What'd you get this time? Since um, you were here last. I'll get to that in a minute. But Dakota is selling these shirts. You can go to his Instagram. They're pretty nice. 20, he named himself after you. 20, <laughs> he's a little older than me. Uh, 25 bucks. So uh, Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, it's just what it is. Yeah, I just hit him up on Instagram and he has them at the shop and he'll sell them to you. Um, Good guy and a good way to support his uh, business and his um, blossoming business. Um, and then we have the new art, which is from, it's not done yet. We're starting on the other side. Yeah. Well, I mean, we already did well down in the forearm. Yeah. You're starting to look committed. You're going to have to buy a motorcycle mm-hmm. soon. I got uh, a portrait of James Hand, who's a country western singer he sings both kinds Should, country and western we're kind of like uh um, texas swing texas, i think texas. in my mind james hand he was he's kind of born in this in-between generation right now americana and like west texas music has really made a resurgence in popularity and unfortunately james hand was just like way before that but i think that he inspired a lot of these people that have become popular now um, and anyway, I've been fans, I've been a fan of him for a long time. And, uh, then one of my other favorite artists named, uh, Charlie Crockett, whenever James Hand died in 2020, he put out an entire album just covering like his greatest hits. And then that kind of made me rediscover. That's him. where you found him. Or no, I rediscovered him that yeah. way. It's like, oh yeah, James Hand, I really liked him. So he's. Charlie Crockett was the Garth Brooks to James Hand's Chris Ledoux. Sure. If that makes sense. I just, I cannot. Chris will say But anyway, um, Zach Lohorn, um, who did this art, and he has opened up a shop in Cambridge City, Indiana. He also did my sleeve. It's called Alien Earth Tattoo. And uh, it's great. It's a really cool shop. It's a, it's a unique tattoo shop. It's not like any other shops. It's like... Um, What's that architecture style you really like? Mid-century modern. Yeah, it's very mid-century modern, like over the top in there. 
and uh, kind of like 50s nuclear age too, a little bit, a little bit. Does it have the fridge from, by the way, happy birthday, Air Harrison Ford. Does it have the Indiana Fr- Jones refrigerator in there that can save your life in a nuclear blast? Is it the kind that has the, uh, yeah, or the, the click, the click, yeah. click out like that? Yeah, the pop out. It's a newer version of it, but yeah. it looks like that. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he if does. If you watch the latest Indiana Jones, you know that'll save your life. Oh, I do remember that. You just said it. Yeah, whenever yeah. he crawls out of it, yeah. the very first part of the movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like Nuketown. Yeah. In uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, but anyway, Zach is doing good things down there, and uh, I think it would be great to support him in that venture. So that's all, all right. I got. As as we wrap up here, we have to give a uh, a shout out, some promotion to our boy Cade, fake farmer Cade. Yep, he is going to be in a grappling match at the Arts Park here in Newcastle. There are about seventeen fights scheduled that's on Saturday. I think the gates open at 4.30. The wrestling, wrestling, boxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whatever MMA. conflicts, MMA, are starting at 5.30. Uh, it looks like you can get a VIP table for eight people for 450 bucks. So I close to the stage, the sweat and the blood can hit you in the face. I know, but I think they're sold out. Oh, really? 30 yeah. bucks for a GA ticket. I think $70 you can get in the VIP section down low. I'm, I'll be busy. I will not be able to attend, but I, I'm looking forward to a report back. Yeah, I've, from I, you guys, I am going to be there. But will you come back to report it, Christopher? Will you come back next week just to pop in, just a quick pop in, and say, "Hey, here's what's going Maybe on." Maybe I could call in. We do pay for Skype. We do have the Skype, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the computer did go down tonight, so we don't yeah. know. Is it still down? Knows. Yeah, it's still down. It's, uh, have we'll you tried to turn it back on? We'll check it. No, he's not. He's not Zach. <laughs> he's like, well, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> it came well, back on. Ah. Seems to be a failure. Oh well, uh, we're moving on. Yeah, <laughs> I will say. So this is a rematch for Cade. The mm-hmm. first time he lasted like 15 seconds. The the guy he was. The Does guy anybody want to make the joke? Uh-huh, yeah, the guy he was grappling with uh, lasted 15 seconds. I will say, in the Patreon episode, if you go back, way back to the Christmas episode. In like I, 2019. I did last longer, and I am an untrained slob. That is not true. And drinks the beer. United States spent tens of dollars <laughs> training you to survive physical conflict. Yeah, well, I did. For like and that was also and years ago. Cage was like a white belt. Yeah, I I still think I could last longer than fifteen seconds. Do you want us to get you added to the card? Nope, I'm busy that night. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you'd last like just enough time to tap. No, no, <laughs> just run away. I'm agile enough to run away. Chris is just going to get out, <laughs> run away to the library, yeah. and be done with it. <laughs> Start sprinting around the office. I'm going to go catch some Pokemon <laughs> instead. <laughs> ah, I'm out. See you later. <laughs> All right, we thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, and for joining us this week, we will see you next Thursday.